Well, hello. I am glad you came back for a little bit more and sassy. And let's do a new episode, shall we? Now, you know, I could not resist the idea that I had to, of course, touch on the Love is Blind reunion, considering the past two podcasts have been all about the show. But let me Netflix, don't get any ideas. Don't suddenly decide you're going to start dropping everything in increments. Here, give you a few next week and another one in another week. No, we pay for the pure pleasure of sitting there and binge watching a ridiculous amount of shows at one time and wasting our day. You're making us wait. And I'm not, I'm not, not that it stopped any of us from watching, of course, but we're just here. Anyway, let's just jump right into this. Um, I'll say this, a lot of people were really anticipating the finale. And I'm in a few groups where we kind of talk about it. And I've noticed the overwhelming theme from a lot of people is, oh, that it was boring. It just wasn't exciting. But I think a lot is geared from the fact that people want negativity. They wanted some kind of drama. They wanted some arguing or something. They wanted people to be defensive about their faults. And instead, what they got was a lot of people not only admitting to what they did wrong and accepting it, but apologizing for it. I guess in this world we're in right now, that's boring. I don't know. I don't think it's boring. I don't. But, you know, everything. So, let's just jump right in. Since they had that level pre-say where they tried to make it seem like there would be some major drama between Jessica. And if you're not familiar with the show, Jessica made her own decision to accept someone's proposal but then she was still hooked on a different man and therefore kept hitting on him and asking him was he sure he made the right place and blah 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 whatever the only i guess minor drama i guess maybe really wasn't drama was Amber confronting her on the reunion to say, you know, that was shysty. You were in my face. You were saying one thing. You're behind my back saying another thing. And I have to agree with the girl. Jessica was all in her face pretending to be her girlfriend, her friend through this process, even after decisions were made. And yet and still she was going to Amber's fiance several different times to make sure he hadn't changed choosing her, that he wasn't still interested in her and that kind of thing. It was shysty. It was one of those things you would not want to find out that your girlfriend was doing because she would immediately be your fault. But, you know, whatever. Um, Barnett and Amber are one of the only two couples who did make it through the series and get married. And it seems they're still married, going through the regular routines of normal couples, trying to learn how to be in each other's space, how to deal with things like financial issues, but still married. Nothing exciting to tell here. Carlton and Diamond, as we know, they had all that drama because of his past sexual preferences, shall we say? Let me just say this. I've noticed a lot of kickback on social media where now all of a sudden, if you as a woman say that you're not interested in dating a man who is bisexual, all of a sudden now it's, oh, where you're homophobic. Mm, 
No, I don't see how that makes you homophobic. When men say, I don't date women who are bigger, or I don't date women who are short, or I don't date women outside of my race, we say it's their preference. But yet and still, if a woman says, I'm not dating a man who has also dated men, we're suddenly homophobic. I don't get that leap. I really don't. Why can't you just say it's a preference? Just like you all say it's a preference when you choose who you want to date. That's like, uh, I don't even want to get into the whole thing, but that's like saying if you're someone who is, let's say gay, then that you like everybody who is the same sex with you. That's ridiculous. Every woman doesn't like every man. She has preferences. Every man doesn't like every woman he meets. He has preferences. So you can't say a woman who chooses not to date someone who is fluid, as he was proclaiming to be, doesn't make her homophobic. It just means that's the choice she has, just like there are other women who choose to not care about it and will date. I don't see how that's homophobic, but maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm not seeing the big picture. If there's something I'm not seeing, by all means, let me know. Let's have a discussion about it. I'm just not seeing that leap right now, but I'm open to the discussion. Um, they were both there. Obviously, they were still not together, and I don't see them getting together at any point. They both made some apologies for their behavior. Keep in mind, this show was filmed in 2018, so quite a bit of time has passed. And he apologized for calling her out of her name and the way he was angry and the way things he did. She apologized for the reactions that she had. A lot of tears were shed, but I'm not sure I'm buying a lot of it because although they both apologized and said their things and all of that, both of them have said some things on social media that doesn't make it seem like either one of them is really feeling like they have done, they, they not only did something wrong, but except they did something wrong. They've both made some questionable posts and videos and things like that since that time. So I don't know. I do know she made a post just today saying that despite everybody's um, hopes or whatever we may have about them, they are not getting back together. They are not even friends. They're not in a good place and all of this. But I kind of expected that because they've both been taking a few jabs at each other on social media lately. Who's in the right? Who's in the wrong? I don't know. They were both in the wrong at the time probably him more so than her because I don't know if she would have done what she did if he hadn't done what he did but since that time I don't know that either one of them is really in a good place I think they both need some time to self-reflect and figure out what it is they want to do next but I really don't think it's be together that's not a good plan that was just too much done already let's say and the little weird thing he does on the reunion where he gives her back the engagement ring as a friendship thing. I, I, don't, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, I guess it's a sweet gesture, but considering where they are now, I guess it didn't work. I, I, hey, I don't know, but let's move on. Um, Giannina and Damien, I think I always screw that girl's name up, were the couple that she said yes at the altar, he said no at the altar. There's been a bunch of rumors flying around that some of that was staged. I don't know if it was or not, but they are currently back together and dating, not married, dating. 
getting to know each other, spending lots of time together. That basically makes you understand they do not live together. They live in their own homes, but they are dating. And they were both very emotional about the things that went down between them, especially on that aborted wedding day. But they seem very happy right now and ready to explore their options and see where things will go, which is great. I'm happy for them because I... I think they're great. It's just the idea that she's very young and that experience was very fast. And she admits that she self-sabotages. And I can feel her on that. I mean, I've done that before myself. When you feel like you're just, things are going too well, something's going to go wrong. Something's wrong with this dude. He's a cheater. He's a liar. There's something. There's something. He's, he's presenting too well. But, you know. Jessica. Oh, my Lord. I noticed... And Jessica and Mark's little discussion, we never got the question answered about why she was giving her dog wine. Guess we never will. Whatever. Um, she did sit through, say, the frustrations of Amber. She sat through questions about her behavior and she just kind of looked down and let it go. She did say that since that time, she has moved home for a while, back to her hometown, took some time to reflect. I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere that she even did some therapy. She didn't mention that on the show, but she's done some things to get to a better place from all of it. And she does apologize to Mark because she has gotten a lot of, I guess, messages a little upset with her because she kept saying, you know, she wasn't attracted to him in the right way and all of this. And people kept saying the man was very attractive. Well, I don't know. And I know that I was all about Mark because he seemed so sweet and so innocent. But I've seen quite a few so-called small accounts that are coming out where there are people on some message boards who claim that they are members who were in that experience, but they don't want to give their names. And one of them is trying to say that in reality, what we don't know is that the show was edited in a way that makes Mark look better than he really was and Jessica look a little worse than she was. Not that she wasn't bad, but that the show made him look even better than he was. That I wouldn't be surprised by because, of course, it's all drama for TV. But he does portray as sweet, innocent, young and all about Jessica. Who knows how much of it was real? But it's what they tried to do. In the meantime, they're not together, of course. He seems to be in a very good place. He says he learned a lot from the show and he is still single. She's still learning about herself and she is still single as of the taping of the reunion. Kelly and Kenny, I'm sorry. They're the ones I kept saying I found boring. I really did. I'm sorry. Heck, every time I try to remember, I had to double check what their names were before I did podcasts or blogs or anything because they were kind of boring to me. It's and he was the one who said yes at the altar and she said no. And she got a lot of flack behind that. She does admit on the reunion that she knows she has a bad habit of putting people into friend zones who probably should be given more of a chance because she's probably going to realize at some point one of them is the person she should have been with. I don't know. She says she's been doing a lot of work on herself as well. Hopefully that's true so that she can get past that type of behavior and find the person she needs to be with. But she's still single. And as of now, he is currently dating someone. He says he's very happy. He doesn't go into any more detail than that, other than saying he does not regret doing the show. He feels he learned a lot 
including things that he now takes into his new relationship on being open and communicating and really giving love a shot. So he has no regrets, which is great. And of course, the interesting thing, I guess, was she mentioned at some point, Kelly did, that she thought part of her problem was she really wanted the traditional. She wanted a bridal shower and she wanted to do everything the traditional way and that the process wasn't working for her. But I guess my question would be, if you knew you wanted traditional everything when it comes to marriage and weddings, then why did you get on a show where I'm sure you understood there was the potential to get married to someone or to at the very least accept a proposal from someone sight unseen because you knew that wasn't traditional. So why would you go that route then? But I digress. Like I said, she's single. He's dating someone new. And of course, what has become America's sweethearts lately is Lauren and Cameron, who Lauren's facial expressions when people are talking about crazy stuff, that girl is as bad as I am. She can't control her face. So it's all over her face when she's like shocked by something someone says. But the two of them seem very happy. After all, it has been, what, over a year now? That they've been married and they're still very looking at each other all google eye and sweet and they still both get very emotional when they talk about their lives together or the process that they've gone through to get to know each other better and things like that he even admits he got her a puppy which his mother found as a telling really telling sign that he must really be in love because apparently he's always told his mother he would never date a woman who wanted dogs because he was just anti having dogs and yet and still he's not only married to a woman who loves dogs he got her a puppy but apparently their families have gotten to know each other and really become close and they're doing well. I noticed they are still doing a lot of press circuit right now. A lot of people are really pushing for them to have their own reality show. I know there's talk that they're going to do a joint YouTube, which I think is already launched for all of their fans who want to keep up with them. But right now, let's just hope all is well for them and keeps going that way. And we shall see, right? I'm just realizing that I have been doing this entire thing without headphones, so I certainly hope it's recording properly because I've been talking forever. (laughs) Anyway, you know, all of this brings a question to mind. I wonder if how difficult life is for people who jump into shows like this, get reality TV um, celebrity status, and then try to go back to their regular lives. You know, how difficult is that? Is it something that they're really fully prepared for, especially when they don't realize how big some of them may become? Because truth be told, some of the members of the cast were barely shown and we really don't, they're not getting that kind of treatment. Whereas some of them, especially Lauren and Cameron, everyone, you have celebrities posting photos of them and tagging them and talking about how they're Team Lauren or Team Cameron. So I wonder how many steps they're putting into place to prepare themselves for the eventual spotlight and cameras and people always being in their business. I do hope that all of them are taking time to make sure there are some aspects of their life that are still remaining just theirs and they're not letting the celebrity and the intrusion impact the love they have or the relationships they're all working on. But we shall see. Anyway, 
I hope you all are having a fabulous end to your week. And of course, as normal, if you want to make sure that you stay on top of anything classy and sassy, please go ahead and subscribe. Also, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those lovely things. And let me know what you think. Hope you all have a fabulous, fabulous end to your week.